welcome to the Way We Capture podcast. This is a podcast that is dedicated to photography and aims to provide guidance and support to individuals looking to improve their photography skills. The podcast focuses on self-development and also discusses the future of technology and image processing. Through the podcast, listeners can learn about various techniques, tools, and resources to enhance their creativity and productivity. The podcast also explores the creative process behind capturing stunning photographs and how to effectively communicate through photography and storytelling. Welcome back to the Way We Capture podcast. I'm your host, Zachariah Rock. This week's episode is episode number 27, the ultimate meta skill, storytelling. So this podcast recently started off as a way for me to network with people. I have on various guests, but now it's kind of evolving into more of these solo episodes that stem straight from my newsletter. So yeah, this one and last week's episode were directly from my newsletter. So if you guys haven't checked that out, I definitely would go and subscribe to that if you prefer to read rather than listen. Naval has a quote and it's, when static, you read. When in motion, you listen. So audiobooks, podcasts, they serve me really well when I'm in motion, you know, at the gym, going for a walk, whatever it may be. So let's dive into it. What is the ultimate meta skill? And by meta skill, I mean a skill that is going to translate across multiple domains. If you interact with the world and people around you, you'll find yourself in situations where you begin to share stories. It's inevitable because we're social creatures. We crave human connection. Your network is equal to your net worth. This is a platitude. It's a simple platitude and it's overused at times, but it's the truth. So if you struggle to connect with others online and in the real world, this podcast is for you to listen to. I don't talk about storytelling often, so I'm just going to start with the principles first, as I always do. But before we get into it, I want you to remember a moment where you told a story and no one gave a shit. Tap into that energy. It's time to learn effective storytelling, and I'm here to guide you. Why you should learn to tell the best story possible. When we start to have meaningful one-on-one conversations, one thing occurs. Judgment. Because we all judge people by our own standards, and the stories we tell reveal a lot about who we are. So why does judgment play a key role in storytelling? You are always judging others, even if you don't realize it. That's why so many people you meet are inherently negative. It takes effort and care to not judge so harshly. Most people run on autopilot. Tell the best story you can, and you will have amazing results. Effort in, respect out. This is because people appreciate when people, others, put effort into them. So the best storytellers all have this in common. The ability to transport you to a whole new world. 
I don't mean literally, but when someone has captured our attention and begins telling a story, we start to visualize the world and the people in it. If you can consistently set the stage for your listeners to be mentally teleported, you're already on the right path. Storytelling is broken down into three steps. We're going to go over them. Step one, collection and ideation. Step two, creation. Step three, iteration. We'll start on how to collect and come up with good stories to tell. Let's consider it like a bank account for your stories. It's always good to have a few great stories in your toolkit because meaningful lives are led our recollection of our journey. Our life passes us by. You are mortal and know you will die someday. It's harsh, but no one lives forever. Once you acknowledge this, you start to think about all the moments you've forgotten about. That's due to the perils of time and the world of distractions. So my tip is at first, learn to document every day with at least one story moment. So I use this system from a book called Storyworthy by Matthew Dix. You've probably heard about it if you're interested in storytelling. If not, I highly recommend it. The system's called Homework for Life. You will have a homework assignment every night to recall the day's events in a note-taking document or a journal. The goal isn't some ridiculously long and in-depth story about your day. You're mortal. Time is ticking. <laughs> the goal is to write enough sentences to remember what happened. Start with one sentence, random words, and keep it to a minimum. Example, my 21st birthday, drank whiskey with dad, got a new pair of shoes that didn't fit me. This is a rough sentence, and for all of 2022, I documented like this every single day. It wasn't difficult, but the habit of doing so became very tedious, especially when I had to look back at all of them. But it, it just created another problem. But it solved my lack of storytelling stories to tell. So it makes no sense at first, but this allows me to teleport back to that moment that I might have forgotten in the mundane of my everyday life. I vividly remember drinking whiskey with my dad on my 21st birthday. When I didn't go out to the bar during my 21st birthday, I was 18 and uh no, I was 19. What am I even talking about? I was 19. <laughs> and I was in the UK. And that was the first time I ever went out to a bar. Because in the UK, you can drink at 18. So, on my 21st, I didn't really feel like it was special to go out to a bar and drink. You know? It just, it wasn't there. So, I had a glass of whiskey and ice with my dad. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. So I attached the date to this sentence, 21st birthday, drank whiskey with dad, got a new pair of shoes that didn't fit me. And then I move on to the next day. The result? I remember more of my life and feel a little bit more fulfilled. I'm not letting my life disappear because I'm consciously putting in the effort to remember and document it. The same goes for my photography, the wonderful moments that are contained within a simple photograph. I recommend taking photos as much as you can. 
It's truly a beautiful way to bask in the glory of your life. Pair photography with this homework for life system and watch your life explode with miracles. Storytelling matters. Without it, there wouldn't be an account of human history. If you want to build more depth in your life, engage with the storytelling skill lingering inside of you, waiting to be opened up. The fulfillment and good times will be built upon one another. I have a saying, I can't remember really where I heard it from, but you either have a good time or a great story to tell. When we look forward into the future, we lose our autonomy over our thinking. Through this quote, we can stop worrying about how life is going to play out. Instead, we are focusing on the aspect of recording our lives, even if it doesn't unfold to our preferred expectations. Once again, everything is connected. Here, inputs over outputs. Every single time I find myself telling the stories of my life, I can't help but get emotional. It's because it's my life. It would be best if you did the same. This is introspection. You are thinking about the past in a way of growth rather than with sadness through this lens. What stories can I uncover? What story is major in my life but I can't remember? There is always a story to be told. Stories create the world you live in. Whatever story you're telling yourself will usually determine how you interact with others. The creation of stories occurs from living life. It's awfully simple advice, but it works. Live your life and you will have stories to tell. The best storytellers are either people who have lived life to the fullest or people who attempt to master storytelling. Because stories are about you, how can we create fantastic characters? Well, that's really not a big ask. By showing the audience, not just telling them. You don't want to just be like, the guy from 7th Street was amazing. Because the audience is going to be like, well, why are they amazing? So, this guy from 7th Street went forth and created their own charity to help elderly people who have Alzheimer's disease. You see what I'm saying? So you want to create vivid descriptions of the story and tell the audience why they're amazing through showing them the actions they're taking. So the goal of creation is to teleport the audience to the location and situation. Then you slap them with conflict and change, resulting in the storyteller coaxing the emotions out of them. I've found it particularly difficult to create compelling stories. The solutions require effort. Not a lot of effort, but you will have to commit to telling better stories and practicing. So one of the problems that I found is there's this perfectionism in storytelling that a lot of people have when starting out. I call it the bane of perfectionism. If you're telling stories, chances are you are a creative person even if you don't think you're a creative person. Creatives inherently struggle with the idea of perfectionism. One wrong turn and the story will collapse. One too many details and the story is boring. A simple stutter or typo and the piece is destroyed before even being consumed by others. Get over it. No matter how incredible 
your life is, perfectionism will eat you alive. The secret? Engage with the beginner's mindset, even if you're experienced. See, beginners have an advantage in their vision. They typically tend to see things with nuance that a master wouldn't have. This advice goes vice versa as well. The second problem, the struggle of integrating your experiences into a cohesive story. I have been here time and time again. I don't ever claim to be a perfect storyteller or even a master by any means. I actually don't think I'm very good at telling stories. It's something that I'm working on actively. So this is challenging because it forces you to look inward instead of outward. You have to cut through the layers of thought and memories. Chances are, if you are recalling your experiences through memory, it won't always be 100% accurate. That's okay. Just don't lie about the big details in your stories. My experiences from being a photographer for the first few years of my 20s were so insightful because with every photograph, I could transport myself back in time to those moments. This is why I always say you should like, take photos because you don't have to like claw your way through memory when you were just provided with the visual stimuli. Just take your time and be patient with the storytelling process and eventually you will nail down the skeleton of said story you're working on. And then over time you iterate it, every single time you write about it, every single time you tell someone about it, you're iterating on that process and then you, you're looking for feedback in a way. How did they respond? What did they like? Did it emotionally move them? So focus on one moment, write about it until your thumbs bleed, and attempt to remember everything. That's the key, is you're putting in your best effort at remembering every little detail. You don't need to say every little detail, but you should try to remember it all. Storytelling is a skill. The more you practice this skill, the better you will become. Practice, even in the most uncomfortable of situations. Storytelling will get you laughs, and it will also get you tears. Become an amazing storyteller to create lifelong relationships. People never forget someone who can emotionally move them. We live in a world of noise. Be the signal to individuals with the stories you tell. Once you establish those emotions with your audience, they'll keep coming back for more. Even in the bar, at work, or a social event. You will attract people because of how your stories kept them in their seats or related to their circumstances. Everybody wants relatability. It's how we connect, and you do so through stories. I'm going to get into the number one thing to avoid when telling stories. Your vacations. In general, nobody wants to hear about how amazing your trip to Japan was. People want to hear stories that relate to them. That means don't tell boring stories that are out of context to the situation you're in. You can make a boring story exciting through a framework. There's thousands online. So I'm going to give you a really basic framework right now for storytelling. Setup. Why are you telling this story? Conflict. What is in the way of achieving the desired result? Resolution. How did you overcome this challenge? Whether person, place, or thing? 
Great stories from the mundane, the emotionally charged, and the nuances of life. Now, in a lot of my writing and speaking, I always tend to merge a productivity approach in whatever topic it is that we're talking about. So, for a productivity approach in storytelling, consider jotting down your stories whenever they happen fresh in your mind. That can be at nighttime before bed or early the next morning. All you need is a notepad and a pen. Everything else is in your mind. So, it's kind of like if you're going to respond to DMs or text messages of any sort, you should either respond to them instantly or don't respond to them at all. That's a really good system that I found to overcome the existential dread of replying to someone. <laughs> if you want to get it even deeper, Create a story archive and refer back to it with the reason being to document your life. Make time for your documentation. You can even use the time blocking technique on a calendar. This is a solution because we are constantly preaching, quote, I don't have enough time, end quote. So learn to prioritize. Make an appointment with yourself on this calendar to get better at storytelling, to tell better stories. Every day from 7 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., you write down new stories that have occurred or attempt to flush out the old ones. Because if you want to tell better stories, you have to find the reason why. And for me, like, you know, I talked about it. It's like I just want to record my life and document my life because those stories bring back emotions because it's my life and no one else's. So no one else is going to record it. But for an approach with longevity, because I know that it seems tedious, you know, oh, I'm going to be writing stories and stuff. It seems tedious at first, but it's really not. So to get on with it for the long term, our lives are both short and long. Time is a subjective experience. <laughs> for some people, the days are slow and the months will fly by. By capturing these special or not so special moments of your life, every single day becomes insightful or impactful through our recollection of our mortality. We've lived, loved, and experienced. Nothing stays the same forever. This is one of the only facts of life. It's a daunting fact, one that is usually met with so much resistance. But we live on through our stories. So what story will you be remembered for? And... I challenge the listeners to go out and share a story with a friend using some of these techniques in the next 24 hours. And we broke it down through creation and ideation. And I, I think that's really where the focus should be is you have to ideate and then cr create, right? <laughs> You have to be able to remember the stories. And especially if you're not living life to the fullest, you're not going to have a lot of great stories that you think at first. But burning your hand on the stove can actually be a great story with a great lesson. But you just have to think about how you're going to create it. And then the iteration phase is really just 
you have to actually put the work in. You have to tell the story time and time again and see what works and what doesn't. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Another way I can help you when you guys are ready is if you want to work with me, I do coaching one-on-one for writing and recording long-form content. I also am working on a digital product at the moment, but I do have a free digital product that I recently published. It's called The Patient's Paradigm. You've probably heard about it if you are an avid podcast listener or newsletter reader. It is a curiosity into passion course. It's on Notion, and I'll plug it in the show notes. But anyways, if you want to support the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It is a zero-cost way of supporting me and what I do. And every week, Tuesday or Wednesday, we will have some incredible guests. Time's being limited for me right now, guys. So it will be Tuesday or Wednesday. Just know you will be getting a podcast episode at least once throughout the week. Anyways, stay creative.